and we're live <laughs> welcome back to the next episode of not to be tiful but and we're back hello how are you doing today um okay. that's all i got how are you um your lurk i'm pretty good i'm wearing like a gray sweater it's an oversized gray sweater i got an, a size over over than i am with some black ribbed jeans and some boots i'm feeling really good today really cute love that for you living my fantasy oh my god I would say that your mood's going to get better with these topics I have prepared today, but that's not true. Oh, dear. Okay, so we're going to start with this topic I found a couple days ago on Twitter. I'm scared. (laughs) From the Texas Tribune about the Texas voter citizenship check. Have you heard about this? Vaguely. Okay, so what basically is going to happen is that the Texas Secretary of State is going to send a list of about 95,000 registered voters to be checked for citizenship and whether or not to revoke their right to vote. They can do that? Mm, that's what they're trying that, to do. That, that's not legal. That's what um, a few of the civil rights groups like ACLU, Texas Civil Rights for Voting, and all, other organizations were trying to say that that's against the law. Uh, my question is, how are they going to pick these people? Like Randomly. Just randomly? Hispanics. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that like... That's like targeting. No. Prejudice? Oh my gosh. Like out of all these people, you're just going to pick people with Hispanic sounding last names? Like, is it like going to be implemented? Like, what? what what's, what's the... <sighs> from, all, from what I heard, that this is something that's moving forward, but they all these civil rights groups, they're threatening to sue them if they continue moving forward with this, but it hasn't happened yet. Wow. Because I'd seen it on Twitter, but I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I saw that on, on the Twitter moments, but I hadn't heard anything about it. So I looked into it and I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Because, like, no one on the news is reporting it. I haven't, like, I hadn't heard anything about it. I was surprised that, like, there wasn't more uproar about this. Because this is, like, in our area. That's us. Oh, we live in Texas. Houston, Texas. Beyonce's hometown. Yes, Miss Third Ward. And then the Texas Tribune was also talking about how Florida used a similar uh, method to do this. And like 2,600 plus voters were mistakenly removed from the voting ballot. So they weren't able to vote in whatever elections were coming up. So this seems like they're using voter fraud as a way to target people's like citizenship and right to vote. Y'all Republicans are getting... Like, brave, and this ain't it. Like, stop. But, like, when they, if, if this happens and they find out certain people on the, like, voting, who are registered voters, not citizens, what are they going to do with that information after they're, are they going to try to deport them? Yes, because they're Republicans. That's, that's fucked up. That's why they're doing this. So, specifically what it says is that the the DPS is going to provide a list of registered voters to the Texas Secretary of State who provides some, and they'll ask to provide some form of documentation such as green card or work visa that showed they were not citizens when obtaining driver's license or ID. But one of the criticisms people say it doesn't take account for citizens who became legal after getting their ID or driver's license. So this is only... People who had green card or visa be- while they were obtaining or before their driver's license. But it doesn't take into account people who became citizens after their driver's license or ID. Mm. And it's not required for legal residents to update their status, the citizenship status to the DPS. 
So I don't know what they're trying to do with this. This seems really shady. This is all the doing of David Whitley. Oh my god. Yeah, he's the Texas Secretary of State. Wow. And of course he's fucking white. Of course he is. Fucking big ears. And then (laughs) people were saying that by law counties are not allowed to auto-revoke a voter's registration status. So I, I think I'm assuming that's one of the parts that seems illegal about it. Like, they can't do this without, like, bypassing local law and shit. Yeah, like, I don't how, know. how they going, you can't do this. Just stop. Yeah, so, they're threatening to sue them if they move forward with this. They haven't gotten an official response back from the Secretary of State, but they haven't said that they're not going to do it either. So, I don't know. So, I think they're just using voter fraud as a way to get at the immigrants and further the deportation shit because it sounds very Trumpy and Trump era. Ugh. And I don't know how there's not like more uproar about this. I was surprised when I found about this. So then they'll have 30 days to provide documentation when requested by the Secretary of State and I'm not sure what kind of documentation they're going to ask for. Just like I don't know. It just seems really fishy. And I hope it doesn't come to pass. Because this is... Mm-mm. This seems like... It's Texas. I'm not surprised, because... Texas. Julian Castro fixed this. Especially that sticker I saw today on the... That was on, like, this landscaping company's truck that said, God bless ICE, Ted Cruz, and Donald Trump. Oh my god. And, and like, Donald Trump and Ted Cruz are, like, political figures, so I can kind of, like, see where they're coming from, kind of. Not really. But, like, Ice is, like, Ice? You just really, you love Ice? Like, girl, why? The white jumped out. Ugh. Yeah, I I don't understand why you would advertise that. It just seems blatantly racist. So that's one thing that's been frustrating me this week. And we can't ignore the hate crime that happened to Jesse Smollett. The, he's from Empire. And um, he was physically assaulted. They poured bleach on him. They tied a noose around his neck and called him racial and homophobic slurs. But no one has officially labeled this as a hate crime when it comes to legal action. But I heard on the news that they did find... Um... Um, whatchamacallit, they found a video, of like, the... like, camera, like, so, like, recording of uh, the, of the crime going on. From, like, a street camera? From, uh, um, from, like, businesses. Okay, and well. And stuff like that. That's progress. And they were gonna, I heard that, at like, oh, I forgot what time I heard that at. It was with Art Rascone, ABC 13, I forgot where he, when he said it, but he said it. Oh, crap. If I can remember. I don't remember. Look him up. Yeah, I don't but, know. Because on Twitter, I've seen that the police said that they were looking through hundreds of hours of footage. That's mm-hmm. the last I had seen. But I hadn't gotten the update that they had gotten the video yet. Like, they found... They want... They're, they're trying to find the, the, the suspects of interest. Because they, they have, like, the... Their visuals. So. But, uh 
Isn't it wild that shit like this still happens? And this doesn't this doesn't even take into account the people who aren't like celebrities, and this happens to. It's 2019, and it's still happening. Like, where are we in the world? I don't know. I just don't know how people resort to physical violence just because they don't like the way someone leads their life. Like, what century are we living in, y'all? I don't know. And then this brought a lot of people to tweet how, well, because the people who assaulted Jesse, they were like, they chanted, make America great again, and this is MAGA country or something along those lines. So people were lying saying that the Make America Great hat is the now equivalent of the KKK hood. Yes, Alyssa Milano. Right? Is that who said it? I yes. think she was the first one who said it, but I've seen a lot of people saying it up to now. Yes, because she came under fire for saying that, and then she wrote an op-ed piece um, defending her statements. And honestly, I think, I think she's right. Because yeah. they have been emboldened. Word? Yes, emboldened. And didn't they endorse Donald Trump when he started running? Uh huh. So, I don't know. Just the because personally, at work, um, ever since Donald Trump started winning and he won the election, that's probably more times than I've been told for speaking Spanish to go back to my country. That's never ha- well. That's never happened before. The, before he came into power and created this climate. I've never faced anything like that. So I think this is creating that climate of open racism and conservatism to attack other people. So I, I would have to agree. I think that's what it's it's representing, these kinds of ideas. And then has Trump said anything about it? What do you think? I'm no. Just saying. <clears throat> no. I think if he were like a good leader even if he was conservative he would say like hey this isn't things i condone you know but i don't even think this is rooted in like conservative ideology i feel like this is more like more extreme nationalistic and white supremacist actions because like i get conservatives are like Man and woman marriage, religion is the best, and fiscal policy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, this, these kinds of actions are more, like, trans, transgressing, trans, transcending the conservative ideology. And now it's just, like, we are here, we are white, this is our land. I feel like that's more violent and extreme nationalistic fervor that's, that Donald Trump has emboldened word of the day emboldened these once hidden or less noticeable um people and actions yeah i have to agree i think it's always been here the white supremacy like it this system is designed for white people to thrive um but now it's like out in the open and being emboldened like you said is being empowered word of the day i'm telling y'all so now it's like okay to be blatantly racist and homophobic and all this other shit. And he's giving voice and power to these people who once weren't being as brave or weren't getting as bold with their attacks and their slander. Because like even back in like when we were like in high school, I don't remember things like this happening. Well, like, I'm sure they the, did, but we just didn't know about really? it. Oh, well, yeah, I feel like 
I feel like only like, like even in Obama years. I'm sure it happened. It's just that now there's like a sort of empowerment to it. There wasn't like um, there wasn't like one or few groups that would like this was centralized power to. Like now we we kind of have like a face to this group or what we assume is their face. We kind of have an idea of mm-hmm. like who they are. But I think this always happened because I think, I mean, only like recently it's been like, I use in quotations, okay to be gay without like major consequences and legal consequences. Um, but I I think if, since then, since this was, they directly quoted Donald Trump's Make America Great slogan, he, as their leader, as their head figure, whatever you want to call it, it's his responsibility to not condone violence and not condone this kind of hate. Like, this is, like, they're his supporters. He They said, make America great again. It's his job to tell them. I don't think he will, but it's his job to say, I don't condone this type of behavior if he's this righteous leader that they claim they are because... No matter what side you're on, violence or this kind of hatred isn't isn't supposed to be acceptable. And it's really disappointing this happened. I don't know. It just reminds me of like 1920s, like Europe, especially Italy, because like Mussolini, obviously like fascist leader, and then he had like his goons. So I relate them to like the. Like, the Make America Great people that, like, actively, like, go out and, like, commit crimes and hate crimes and shit like that. Like, against everyday normal people because that's what Mussolini's people would do, like, in the name of, like, fascism. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of scary how they, like, there's a lot of similarities between the two. And I don't know where we're headed. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the rhetoric that he uses is very, like in line with fascist leaders like you said before um and it's just some people say that this is history repeating itself because donald trump got elected and then there's brexit and now brazil has that another conservative person coming into power so it just feels like conservatism conservatism around the world is just like rising see i wouldn't call it conservatism i would call it more populism because these are um leaders that are speaking more towards like going against the 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 already established fabric of of the how the government is perceived in those nations Mm -hmm. so like brexit was like a break with like the european union and now people are freaking out because shit isn't going the way they planned and in Brazil, I feel like they elected that leader because they saw him as, like, a different pathway or a different vision of what they would think the government should be and how the laws should be. And I don't know. I don't know how they're going to deal with, like... Because he wants to, like, destroy the Amazon. And I even saw that one of their... um elected leaders that's openly gay one of the two that's openly gay like is fleeing the country because he um he's been um threatened with like death threats and he's always like he has guards on him like 24 7 so like nothing will happen to him and now he's saying like he has to like flee the country in order to like live 
That's terrifying. Like, that's how bad, like, he, he said that he will not come back to Brazil until it's safe for him to to actively voice his opinions, his his ideology, and his, his, he can't even, like, live in Brazil without having, without facing death threats. So he had to leave his home? Yes. He had to leave, like, his job, because he was an elected official. Um, he had to, like, leave everything behind. That's terrifying. So. Honestly, that's terrifying. That's Brazil. Like, I can't imagine, like, having so much hatred in my own hometown that I have to leave the country. And y'all, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a hard time right now. It's hard, y'all, but we're living through it. Or we're trying to. Like you said to Troy Savon, I'm just out here being gay and what about you? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, Troy Savon, you didn't even answer me that, bitch. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are tweeting at him 24-7 now he's more popular. Did you even listen to his album? Which one? Blue? Yeah. Some of it. Thoughts? It's alright. Okay. I mean, it doesn't stand out, but like, it's not... Eh. I feel like it's eh. I feel like gay people should be more like supportive of him. <laughs> it's alright. Not, not as, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't an attack on just you. I promise. <coughs> it's just like <laughs> this is the criticism I've noticed. He's alright. This is bad. <laughs> this is a criticism I've seen from. A lot of people on Twitter, it's like how we celebrate all these gay icons, but none of them are like gay themselves. <laughs> like, I love Gaga, Ariana, everyone, but Troy Savon needs more support from the gays. <laughs> like, gay icons, but none of them are gay. I think that's kind of counterproductive. They should be. But, like, what does he do? He's gay. I don't know. <laughs> okay, point, but, like, I don't know what he does. I think, because the lack of representation we have in the media, like, like mainstream media, like it, even in music, like we needed to be more supportive. Of. <laughs> what does he do? I'm not talking about just about him in general. I'm oh. just talking, not just Taurus Savon, but like all across the board. Like I'm sure there are so many like indie queer artists that we don't give enough attention to. But we have all these mainstream pop girls that we say are gay icons, but they're not really gay themselves. So I, I think I don't, I don't know. know any others. I don't even know if I have any others on my on my phone. Yeah, that's sad. Um, I mean, I have him. Um, that's all I got. I think no, I have Janelle Monae too. Okay, work. I have her. Um, that's it. Okay. I mean, it's more than used to. That's all I got. I don't know. It's just... But then being mainstream also has, like, downsides the, cause to it. Because I feel like if he were to go, like, very mainstream, I feel like that would, like, kind of... I don't know if he would, but I feel like that would kind of, like, dilute the gayness that people have. I don't know, because, like, you're that mainstream, you have, like, an image to uphold, and I feel like still you have to, like, fit a certain mold, 
but I feel like people like Janelle Monet is like kind of like being like the first to like kind of break that. I know people have come before her. I just don't know who. There, there. I go being uncultured. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I would love other other front runners that I have would, come before her. I would love like. Yeah, because that's, that's what I want, like, queer people to go forth and break the mold like Janelle Monet is doing. For giving Janelle Monet all this promo, love it. Yeah, she, it's what she deserves. Isn't she nominated for a Grammy? I think, She's I think, nominated for something. I think she Let has, like, check. album that actually have it written down. Oh, do you? That was going to be a topic. Janelle Monet? Well, the, the Grammys, Grammys. The Grammys. I have it written down here somewhere. Where you at, girl? Oh, my God. Yeah. I keep hitting backspace on my phone. Yeah, she's nominated for Album of the Year. I don't know if anything else. Oh, I don't know if she'll win, though. Um, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. I have a lot of stuff we're about the Grammys. Yeah, um, I guess that's just a thought I have. When it comes to mainstream, like, when you talked about, like, diluting the gayness, that... I don't know if I agree with the diluting the gayness part, well, but I'm... it definitely dilutes the subject for... Like, for example, is Drag Race. It's, like, recently become mainstream media... So a lot of, like, criticism of it is diluting the art of drag because it, now it's popular. Everyone wants a piece of it and some upon it just for the fame of it. And it's losing, like, its touch to its roots because it's so popular. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's, I don't know if that's what I was trying to say, but I feel like I was trying to, like, convey that, but I just That's said what it. I got like, from it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got from it. Yeah. Yeah, so th- I think that, but th- I think that's with a lot of things that go mainstream that it, like a lot of people start taking interest into it and then lose its its original roots. So I, I don't know. That's like trying to find the line between. Okay. Okay. okay here we go. Speaking of this, I've I've seen some criticisms on Twitter mm-hmm. that, well, this is specifically speaking to like Latino music scene, that or Hispanic music scene, whatever you want to call it, that. A lot of the people that we hype up in the Hispanic music or Spanish language music scene are like all white complected or like white appearing or not like colored. I mean, you're not wrong. Because like, I just want You're not wrong. Like. I mean, if think about like any Latin artist you have on your playlist. What do they look like? A lot of them are white. But like, I don't like. How to fix that? I don't know. If we... I, I don't know if like. Or I don't know. Well, we, we can. Not just us two. <laughs> we can. Well, it's like I think that's across the board. Not just with Latinos, but like with uh, black people too. The more light skinned people, they're celebrated more because they're. I guess. I don't not know. Dark. See, that's why I don't. I don't get it. Cause like I get like, <laughs> a lot of like. Latino Hispanics or music I think it's, artists it's just like, ties to how dark skin has always been seen as a bad thing. How dark skin has just always been seen lesser than um, lighter skin or white skin or fair skin, as they call it. Mm. Like I, I think it was in what uh, sociology where they showed us that side by side of Beyonce on like I think it was like a it was some hair product. And the original photo was her, her original skin tone. Yes. And the other one yes. was the editor where they made her lighter skin. Yes. I remember that. So oh I think gosh. that's that's where that's rooted in. I mean, as a lighter skin Hispanic, <laughs> I can't really speak to that experience. But I think that's where that comes from. That 
it's been so ingrained in our society to look at dark skin as bad. And I think, so I think that's why people are less successful who have dark skin, because they face more, more judgment, I think. Dang, because, like, the only artists, like, I can think of that I, that I listen to in Spanish, they're all, like, white. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, and you, you listen to more Spanish music than I do, the more, like, authentic Spanish music, I probably only have, like, Selena. (laughs) But she's also very light-complected, so... I think I have, like, one that's, like, dark skin, but the rest are, like, all... Wow. I don't know. I just wanted to, like, get someone else's, like, take on it. Yeah. I Yeah, I see it. I notice it. <laughs> I just, like, never realized it until, like, I saw it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't remember. This is recently, but recent. I just thought, because there's a lot of talk about representation, which is very important. And I started to think, like, who do I have that looks like me in the media? And I couldn't come up with, like, one specific name, like, either Hispanic or queer or both that I, like, see, that I can relate to so much in the media. I think the closest, like, pop queen we have that's Hispanic is Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato. They're, like, mainstream level. And they're, like, very whitewashed. Is that right Because I was going to be like, are they even? It was Selena Gomez. uh, Demi Lovato is Hispanic. Christina Aguilera is Hispanic. She has some songs in Spanish. And Selena Gomez was named after Selena, and I'm pretty sure her family's Hispanic. But that's like that's it. They that's don't. We they don't. Like. Well, I don't. I don't know, but like from what I wait, how am I gonna phrase this? Like, I am not cognizant if they do anything to help the Latino or Hispanic community. Yeah, that, that's what I. That's what I. I think that's where I'm, what I'm getting at is that they're not. Like they don't forthright about it that's not like one of their dreams yeah because all this time i thought like christina aguilera was like white and she just for some reason had like i because i know she's i know she's sung some spanish songs i believe she's hispanic don't quote me on that quote him i haven't quote done, him. i didn't research this topic it just came out of nowhere but i know selena gomez is i know demi lovato is um i know i think demi's half mexican don't quote me on that either. Oh my god, quote him. Don't please, don't drag me. Cristina Maria Aguilera. Yeah. Because the Maria has the accent, so you know that's that's Hispanic right there. Oh, she has a Latin Grammy. Thank you, Wikipedia. Okay. Um, born in Staten Island, raised in Pennsylvania. She recorded Reflection from Mulan. I didn't know that. Oh, Did Life she? and Career. It says it in here? Oh, I didn't know that. She recorded it. Um, yeah, I think her dad, Fausto Javier Aguilera. Yeah, that's a Her Hispanic father's guy. Ecuadorian, yeah. Yeah, okay, so she's Ecuadorian. And then her mother's like all kinds of white. German, Irish, Welsh, and Dutch. Okay. Yeah, so she's half and half. But she's also very light-skinned as well. Which is rare for Ecuadorians. Speaking of Christina Aguilera, I was actually... She has a residency. In Vegas? Yes, she announced it on Ellen. Oh, that's new? Yes. I thought she had been. No. Whoops. I mean, after liberation, I can't blame her. (laughs) Oh my god, come for her. Speaking of Christina Aguilera, I was listening to this other podcast and they were talking about... um, It was this uh, 
black women. She's talking about how uh, Christina Aguilera is like, because the way she sings, she was saying that that's like borrowed, that's imitation of how like black singers sing with a lot of soul and that kind of style and how she's just packaged into this like lighter skin version that made her popular and that's like a criticism I heard and I just want to get your thoughts on that. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I've never thought about that. Neither had I until that point. So I just wanted to drop that bomb. Any thoughts you can add us on Twitter? <laughs> oh my gosh. Drop the Twitter handle. Drop the Twitter handle. Um, I forgot. What it's um, at not to be T4, which is not, and the the number two be T4, but oh, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on, promo. Okay, so um, let's move away from racial problems in America and go to some, a lighter topic. Uh, the Grammys. Have you looked at any of the Grammy nominations yet? Uh, besides, I think I know, like, well, okay, okay. Because I haven't written down. What's, like, <clears throat> okay, you'll probably have to tell me, but, like, I don't know what record of the year means. What does that mean? I looked it up. Because I know there's, like, our song of the year and there's album of the year, but what's record of the year? I had looked it up, but... Again, I didn't write it down. Don't quote me. <laughs> Please don't. Don't quote me on anything I just saw. If you quote look on, him. If you look online and anything I said was wrong, please don't quote me. <laughs> Record of the year. Oh, wait. Here we go. There's a Wikipedia page on it. Uh, it's to honor artistic achievement, technical proficiency, and the overall excellence in the recording industry without regard to sales or chart position. So it's just Does like recording of the year? Awarded for quality vocal or instrumental recording tracks. So it's just like track of the year, recording of the year. Yeah. Which I don't know why that's the difference between song of the year. It says it's related to but is conceptually different from song or album of the year. Record of the year is awarded for a single or for one track from an album. This award goes to the performing artist, the producer, recording engineer, and or mixer for that song. So, in this sense, record means a, par- a particular recorded song, not its composition or an album of songs. Okay, well, do with what if, you will. If, I'm if just going to say it's that. track of the year, but, like, not song of the year for some reason. Okay, so we're just going to go through the big Grammy nominations, because I don't, there's too much to write for all of them. So, first one is record of the year, which is has I Like It by Cardi B, The Joke by Brandon Corley. I don't know them. This is America, Childish Gambino, also known as Donald Glover. Shallow, which Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, All the Stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. I didn't even know they made a song together. Oh my god, they did. That's for Black Panther. I haven't heard. I haven't seen Black Panther. (gasps) They're having uh, free screenings of the movie because of um, Black History Month. Where? Like, during the first week. Um, Go on abc13.com. They'll let you know. I'm sorry, girl. Harley, stop growling. There's a dog in here. Okay, and then the last um, one is The Middle with Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. I've heard that song, but I thought Alicia Cart was on that song. <laughs> I didn't know it was someone else. Okay, so... We're making, making predictions. Prediction of who you want to win who you think is going to win. Do you need me to go through them again? Uh, yes. Okay, so there's Cardi B, Brandon Corley, Childish Gambino, Shallow, Gaga, and Bradley Cooper... Kendrick Lamar and SZA, and Zed and Marin Morrison and Gray. 
I feel like Cardi B will win. Is that who you want or who you think is who, That's who, who I should think. or Okay. I don't know who should win cuz they're all like I don't know two of the songs on there. Yeah, I don't know them. But I know one. Shallow, I know the one by Cardi B and I know um All the Stars. Okay, so which one would you want to win? Um I don't know. Wow, you didn't say Shallow. <laughs> We're feuding. <laughs> the gay left. <laughs> Is that a MAGA hat I see on you? <laughs> oh my god, no. I don't own one. Let me just put that out there for He's the lying. record. Oh my god. We're going to lose like listeners. If they're listening this far, they're not conservative. Oh Trust. I think... The like... The gay in me wants Shallow to win because it's Lady Gaga and it's like a really good song. It builds. But the like realist in me is probably going to say either Cardi B or Kendrick and SZA. I don't think, I don't think Kendrick and SZA will. I feel like. I mean, I haven't heard the song, but just by their names. I feel like Cardi because she has like the name. And she was like huge, and that song was huge. I feel like I just don't think that song is Grammy worthy. Like it's a bop, but like, what is Grammy worthy? Like what? What kind of songs do you? Well, do you mean like what the Academy thinks is Grammy worthy, or what I think is Grammy worthy? (laughs) Because I feel like Sweetener got snubbed at the, (laughs) like she didn't get nominated for anything else but pop up. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So I don't know what these. What does the Academy think? Let me look up past winners for Record of the Year, and then and then we'll see. Record of the Year, who won last year? That was winners. last year, twenty seventeen. Twenty was it twenty seventeen? Mm-hmm. Because it's for twenty eighteen. Uh, twenty four Carrot Magic by um. Oh the yeah, Bruno Mars. You don't like her. I don't. So that's that's who won. Um, uh, mm-hmm. that's who it's currently held by. I mean work. Um. Oh. I went all the way back to 1950. Cool. Um, I don't know who that is. Oh, Adele's Hello won in 2017. Oh, good it, song. It beat out Formation. We're not going to talk about 2017 it beat out Grammys. Um, Look, we know that we know hashtag the Grammys are white. Um, 2016 was Uptown Funk. 2015, Stay With Me. Oh, that Somebody That I Used To Know song won in 2013. Okay, Adele won Rolling In The Deep. You don't have so, to go back that far. Well, that's... that's <gasps> Need You Now won in 2011. Okay, work. So that's kind of what they look for. Um, I just so, heard a bunch of white. <laughs> so... I want Charlotte to win, but I think I like it's gonna win because it was it was big. I'm not gonna lie. Invasion of privacy was big. So that's my take. Any final thoughts on record of the year? I feel I feel like you're right. I feel like yeah. Okay, work. Yeah. Now for album of the year, which I think is like oh my god the most anticipated oh of the night. We have Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, By the Way I Forgive You by Brandy Carly, Scorpion, oh. Drake, oh. Her by Her. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Beer Pongs and Bentleys, Post Malone. Oh my god, he doesn't Dirty shower. Computer, Janelle Monae. Yes. Golden Hour, Casey <gasps> Musgraves. Oh my god. And the Black Panther album. So, 
We I think know. we're gonna be on the same page that in my heart of hearts I want Golden Hour to win. It has to. And uh, if it doesn't win, Dirty Computer is what I would want to win. But I think it's either gonna be Drake or Cardi B. I feel like I feel like Post Malone might be a dark horse in, in that category. Honestly, I hope not. God, honestly, I hope not. He don't shower. I feel like he, he his might, pussy stank. He might pull an upset. You'll see me on Twitter raging about it if he does win. Because I feel like Cardi's the favorite, and then Drake is up there, but I don't know. Well, because I think Drake has the star power, and he had like, what was it, 20-something tracks on that album? It was like half rap, half something. It was like two. Um, But he has that, that one song that... That everyone was like dancing Oh, to. the challenge in my feelings. Yeah, he has that song. That's the only song I know off of that album. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, what you got? Yeah, so. Oh, but Golden Hour by Casey. I feel like Golden Hour deserves it. It was like so good. Like, but there, yeah, it's like, good. There's no other way to describe it. It's, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. Casey, I love you. Oh my god, Casey. Oh, I value you. Ah, my Siri! It says, hey Siri, I love you. <laughs> for God, the ghost. Oh my God, stop. Harley, what did you do? No one said, hey Siri. Yeah, so I would l- love if Casey won. I don't know if it's their first Grammy or not, so don't quote me on Has that. Has she won? Let's, let's look her up. Casey Musgraves. Oh, Houston Rodeo. She's coming to the rodeo. Uh, uh, love her. I wonder if this is their first Grammy now. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, hurry up. Uh, hold on. Just awards and nominations. Uh, oh, what is that for? Oh, Country Music Awards. CMAs. Uh, we're not even going to talk about that drama with Beyonce. She's only, oh, wait. She's been nominated for Grammy Awards. And she's but won, she hasn't won? Oh, she, she won has. Best Country Song and Best Country Album. Okay. Best country song for Merry Go Round. And Deserving. best country album for Same Trailer, Different Park. Okay. So Work. she does have her uh, Grammys. To like, not to like derail, but to derail. Let's talk about biggest snubs of the Grammys. First, the first one that comes to mind is Katy Perry was nominated 12 times for Grammys for Teenage Dream. 12 nominations and she didn't win a single one. Who is she up against? I don't know, girl. But she hasn't won a single Grammy and I think that's a crime. She hasn't won any? No, she hasn't won any Grammys. Girl, Katie! And I feel like Teenage Dream was like that album to get her a Grammy. Like, it was so big. It was everywhere. Shut up. (laughs) Are you sure? I'm positive. I would know. The Katie Cat in me would know. Oh, she's won American Music Awards. She's won. But she hasn't. She won a freaking Canadian Award. Okay. But I don't think it's fair. She had like so many nominations that she didn't win one. Really, Grammys? Really? I don't know. That's all I got on her. She was also in the Smurfs. Yeah, she was. She voiced Smurfette. I saw the first one. It was okay. The inner child in me saw it. And then... (laughs) Okay, Minions. Shut up. (laughs) And then Beyonce not winning album of the year for Lemonade. Who won? Adele. 
But she did say that she didn't deserve to win, and she gave oh, credit she to Beyonce. So I feel like that is, that's the kind of person we need when they know that the Grammys is fucking up because they white. <laughs> that's Grammys. all. Come for the Grammys. Um. So we were album of the year. Okay. So final thoughts. Golden Hour should win. Golden Hour has to win. But either Drake or Cardi is gonna win. The gays will riot. The gays don't even get into country. This we the we talked E-Haws, about Joanne already. The E-Haws will riot. I don't know if the E-Haws even like Golden Hour. I don't know. I feel like it she, won Best Country Album at the CMA. She might be like, oh well, if she did then maybe. But I feel like she's like super liberal for, compared to the E-Haws. She is. Okay, so we're gonna move on to Song of the Year. We have All the Stars, which is by again Kendrick and SZA. Okay. We have Buddha by Ella May. I don't know her. <laughs> God's Plan, Drake. Oh my God. In My Blood, Shawn Mendes. <gasps> ah. The Joke, Brandy Carly. Who is this bitch? The Middle Again with Zed and the Mother Bitches. Shallow with Gaga and Cooper. And This Is America, Donald Glover. God's Plan's gonna win. That's what I feel like is gonna win because I think out of all of these, it has like. I don't even remember. Oh, wait, I it, do know this one. Like, it has the most support. That's, like, the the bed. And I've never mom. heard of it, though. We I heard never, it at the club. I wasn't you just, conscious. You just, don't, you just don't recognize it, but we've heard it before. Okay, work. So, this Not one... Not just because I like Shawn Mendes. But... But I think he should win. <laughs> you really think If My Blood Was Better Than Shallow, This Is America? Oh, okay. But... There were criticisms against um, This Is America too. I would like to hear them. Because um, they weren't... um. Just because, like, Childish Gambino did it, that it was huge, but, like, Janelle Monae's putting out this, like, work, and she wasn't getting the same amount of credit and the same amount of, like, publicity of her groundbreaking work as is, like... They were just saying he was just moving around and... and Saying shit. Why y'all still sleeping on black women? That's my question. Y'all need an answer. Tweet us. (laughs) (laughs) That's me coughing. I'm sorry. Stop. What else is shallow? Shallow. (laughs) (laughs) The little monster. (laughs) But she has enough Grammys. She has a lot. Just give it to Sean. Just give it to him. I'll but cons- Drake gonna win. Drake gonna win. We know. But I'd give it to Sean because, like, that song means I a lot to him. I think that was his best single. It means a lot to him. It's personal. And it deals with, like, shit. Oh. Not shit. It just deals with, like, him with, like, anxiety Poop. and, like, going through all that. Okay. So, <laughs> what we're officially gonna say is we want Sean <laughs> Mendes to win, but God's plan's probably gonna win. Best new artists. We have Chloe X Halley. That sucks because I saw them open for Beyonce and I, I didn't think they were that good. Oh, um, oh come for them. Come then for them. there's someone named Luke Combs. Combs his hair. Then there's uh, Greta Von Fleet. <laughs> oh my god. Or that could be Van Fleet. But I don't know her. There's her. Okay. Which I, I like. Uh, Dua, Dula Peep. Oh my god. <laughs> Dua Lipa, aka Dua Lipa. Which, is she still new? I don't know. I don't think so. There's Margot Price. I don't know her. Uh, BB Rexa, which I don't think she's new either. She's been around. 
and Georgia Smith. Oh, I like her. I don't know her. I like her music. Her music is like chill and slow. I like it. Okay, so who do you want to win? Can I, I, I would I would like Dua Lipa to win just so they can someone can pronounce her name again. <laughs> Dua Lipa. <laughs> oh, fucking Wendy. <laughs> like, what do you think about Dua Lipa? <laughs> Dua what, do you, what do you think about her winning? I would only want her to win only so someone can mispronounce her name again, like on TV. I feel like it'd be a lot for the Kosovo and Kosovo. How do you say pe- some people from Kosovo? Because that's where she's from. Where's that? It's in Europe. Okay, work. I feel like it'd mean a lot to them to have like one of their own. I would want her to win. I feel like she, she's she's been doing good. She has quality music. Okay. I see it. But I honestly I don't know enough about anyone else to say I like, feel like who Dula will Peep. win. Dula Peep's gonna win. I feel like Dula Peep gonna win because I have one of her songs. God, I hope someone <laughs> mispronounces her name at the Grammys. That's what we're hoping for. Okay, so we're moving on to best pop duo slash group performance. We have Fall in Line, which is Christina and Demi. Don't go breaking my heart, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> S. Wonderful, Tony Bennett and Diana Krell. Oh, I like that song. Shallow. Oh my god, again? Girls Like You, Maroon 5, Cardi B, Say Something, Justin Timberlake and Chris Stapleton. And The Middle Again. I already said who's that too many times. So, um... Okay, I'll give that... that Gaga can have that one. But, okay. Because I don't... Who... Gaga can have that one. I feel like Gaga should have that one, but that Maroon 5 and Cardi B song was kind of big. I don't know it. I haven't seen, I haven't heard it either, but there were a lot of references to it. I think Ellen was in it. <laughs> Ellen? Yes. Uh, okay. And then there's Fall in Line, which is like Christina and Demi, that WWE match of them screaming at each other. Oh my god. So I, I would I would I would like Shallow to get at least one Grammy. They will. And I Don't hope worry. it's this one so that way no one else gets snubbed. Um, so I guess Ariana. that's it for that. Oh. <laughs> Stop. Swatner. Stop. So then we have the last category I have written down is Best Pop Vocal Album, which we have Camilla <sighs> from Camilla Cabello, Meaning of Life from Kelly Clarkson, Sweetener, Ariana Grande. Sean Mendez, Sean Mendez. Oh yes. Beautiful Trauma Pink and Reputation Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's gonna get it. You think so? I don't know who I don't want her to get it. I don't know who else would get it. I don't want her to get it. I would live I would live if Sean got it. I would live. Honestly I would want either Ariana or Sean to get it. But Reputation Taylor Swift is like not we we know she's a Grammy favorite. Like, obvi. Because she's white. You said it, not me, but I was thinking it. <laughs> I'm surprised Reputation was in the eligibility period, because it was in 2017, but I looked it up. It is. It falls on it. Which is like... I don't know. Reputation was like, meh to me. I listened to it. Some of the songs were good. Some of them were like, really, girl? Like, what you trying to do? You're trying to be edgy, but... I feel like Ariana might get it. I, I would, don't know. I would love if Sweetener was her first Grammy. I feel. I feel like. I feel it. But I would. Because... I would be okay because I think Thank You Next is gonna be really good. I like. I like. Feel it. 
So if she doesn't get one this one, then I like, think she'll get it off. next time. She's just better off. But I would girl. be at peace if Sean Mendes got it. Oh, love him. Or if Kelly got it, but I don't think so. There's not enough people supporting her these days. She's slept on now. Uh-oh. Um, I wouldn't want Camilla to get it because no. I, I liked her album, but it didn't have any replay value for me. And Taylor Swift, I don't, I don't think Reputation was good enough. I don't even know why it's nominated. I feel like Ariana's going to get it. I, I, I feel like she is. I feel like she is. Because I feel like Sean's album only had like... I don't, I don't even know how many tracks he has on there. Like, oh, I do. I haven't written down. <laughs> that was uh, a possible category to talk about Sean Mendes' album. <laughs> and I was going to re-listen to it, but I haven't yet. So that's why we're not going to do that today. Oh, 14. 14 tracks. Like... I can tell you right now, like, half of them, like, aren't good. Like, or at least I don't like them. There's, I feel like his songs are good. So, do you know what the singles were? Um, Avi, In My Blood, Lost in Japan, and Nervous. Is there another one? There's two more. Oh, fuck. Um, where, where Were You in, in the, the morning? morning? And Youth featuring Khalid. Okay, everyone likes that song but me. I don't like it. I didn't care for it. I mean, I don't care for Khalid's vocals in general, so I think he ruined the song. But, like, this is just like me. I don't like his vocals. It's like me and, um, what's his face? Sam Smith. I don't like his vocals. Oh, I don't either. like him either. I don't like him. But people but call him the too. <laughs> but he white. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example of gays hitting on gays. I feel like half of Sean's album is good, and the <coughs> other half you can, like, put it as a side B. I had, like, well, yeah. I had, like, I wrote all 14 tracks, and then I put a star by the ones that I liked, and I only have uh, four stars. I'm surprised you like that many. <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd only like, like, In My Blood. But honestly. I mean, I listened to all of it. Because Caitlin was playing it in the car. Uh, I remember where we were coming back from, but it was a long drive. So we listened to the whole album. And then I, I have a few of them on my phone. But I need to re-listen to it to hear them again. But I know one of them is trash. I forget which one it is. There was one I did not like, and I was like, Sean. I think... Hawaii? I don't like Queen. The song, Queen. He's too hetero. Um, there's, like, some others you can just, like... They could have gone as, like, bonus tracks. I didn't like her with... Tracks. Uh, she had one with Julia Michaels. I yeah. don't think I liked that one. Yeah, that that's his, like, only duet on there. Besides the Khalid one. Yeah. I usually like duets, but I don't know. And Sean needs to, like, get it together. Did it go number one? I think so. Okay, work. I think it did. Well, if anyone's gonna go number one, it should be a self-titled album. <laughs> I think they all have gone number one, actually. I don't remember. Don't quote me! Quote him, quote him. I don't... I don't know. Where you at? Ah, uh, Canada. Fifty minutes. Okay. We 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 good. I think we have time for one more topic, and w- since we're talking about the Grammys. Yeah, all all three albums debuted atop the U.S. Billboard 200, making Mendez one of five artists ever to debut number one before the age of 18. Okay, work, Sean. That's what I got. <laughs> and does he have any good collabs with people? No. 
Wow. Kimura, well, Kimura. You, li- you like that song, but... I, I Well, half of it's, like, the song's really catchy. Half of it is that it spites you when I play it. <laughs> but it's not, like, a good song by any stretch of the imagination. And I like that he's also, like... Canadian? He, he works with, like... He's very philanthropic and stuff. Oh, what he do? Plug his phil- philanthropy. Um, he... He's actually very big on, like, mental health awareness... Yes, we and love the mental health queen. He, quoting from Wikipedia, he's worked with Pencils of Promise, which is a nonprofit organization that builds schools and helps raise the quality of education for developing countries. Okay, Sean. Um, he created the Mexico Earthquake Relief Fund whenever um Mexico had a Mexico City had an earthquake in twenty seventeen. Ooh, look and at him. And he donated a hundred thousand dollars towards relief efforts. Oh, so he a good person, good person. Yes. And that's good because I haven't heard any of this. That doesn't mean it was, like, for publicity. And then he's also taken part in the annual Global Citizen Festival held in New York City. And he performed alongside Janelle Monet, John Legend, and Janet Jackson to raise awareness regarding the importance of education and children's lack of access to education around the world, particularly young women. Okay, work. So he's a humanitarian queen. Yes. Love that for him. So he does stuff. Okay, so I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. The last one is an album. We can either talk about Sweetener or Golden Hour to close it. <gasps> oh my god, no, I can't choose. I can't choose. You have to. Oh my god, no. Let's talk about Sweetener. You want to talk about Sweetener? You don't talk about Golden Hour? Okay. Girl, we don't have enough time. For Golden Hour, we don't have enough time for Golden Hour. Okay. I feel like we have enough time for Sweetener. Okay. So there are some su- songs on there I do not like. Okay, so Sweetener... <laughs> Raindrops. Should have been longer. It was a cover. I feel it. Blazed with Pharrell. No, ma'am. Not at all. She's okay. I don't like it. The production is questionable. I don't like it. I don't like how it sounds. I don't like... It's definitely one of the ones I skip. Yeah, yeah. The Light is Coming featuring Nicki it Minaj. It grew on me that one is a so much. It when it grow. first came out and I listened to it, I'm like, I don't like this. And then... I think that was it a grew. lot of people. I think this album has a lot of grower songs. That's, I think that it just has a lot of songs that's, that need that's to really grow on you. Grower songs. Like, cause the Ram is the next one. I didn't like <gasps> it at first, I, but ooh, it did grow on me. Ooh, ooh, that song. Then there's God is a woman. I think that one grew on me too. I at first, that. I didn't like it. I loved it from first, from first listen. Uh, Sweetener, the title track. No, man. A lot of people don't like it. I don't because that, the way it switches up the beat. I don't in mind the... that, but, like, whenever I think of that song, I only think of, like, Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard dancing to it, or, like, Peach and Daisy dancing to it on Twitter, and I'm like, it's funny. <laughs> but I'm, I don't like it. I like it. I, I just like the song in general. I, I feel think like it's it very... should have been better as the starring track, as the title track. I feel like it should have been better. Okay, for all you hearing this. I, I don't like him. He was... he. he oh. <laughs> I don't like he, 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 he was very heavy on the production of this song um, I like how it like makes little cute references to like sugar and sweet things and I like it it's cute it's not like the best song on the album but it's cute Clearly. then there's successful it's cute it's Animal Crossing esque it's a bop I like the ad libs in the back that's my favorite part to sing along to <laughs> uh, every time yeah yeah She's in my tops. 
<laughs> and there's breathing. Ooh, yes. She's good. She's yes. good. Yes. No tears left to cry. I don't like the acronym. <laughs> N-T-O-T-C. <laughs> it's too much. Hashtag. It's too much. But I like it. I like it. The, the video, video. It was everywhere. The positive when message. She, when we only had that snippet of it. Oof. It was magical. She should have kept the echoes in the song. Borderlines featuring Missy Elliott. No, ma'am. I feel like she's better than Blaze, but not a standout track. Missy Elliott. I don't know, like, why... I don't know if they gave her, like, just that small of a verse, or if she just gave that or whatever, but I feel like she could have been featured more on this track and done better to highlight herself. But it, it's it's okay. Yeah. I, I skip it. <laughs> then there's Better Off. Oh, my God. Which arguably, we were playing earlier. Arguably one of the... One of the, well, I think one of the best songs on there. It's definitely in my top three, top five. Oh. Depends how how short are we going. <laughs> a good night and go. That's my favorite song on the album, because of her live performance where she like switches up the notes and she goes low instead of high and oh. So that's my favorite was song. Was that from on the, album. the BBC? Yes, where she was in the big like gown with yes, the orchestra behind yes. her. I have it bookmarked on Twitter. <laughs> so I can tweet it whenever y'all want. So that's my favorite song of the album. What, about, what do you think of that song? I like it. it. Actually, it grew on me. At first, I didn't like it. It's a grow. But then, like, I listened to it more. I'm like, it's cute. I like the key changes. It's, it's, I like it's it. It's also a cover. Um, Pete Davidson <laughs> did not age well, and neither did this song. Yikes. 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 I deleted it off it's the, a, my, oh, my musical standing. library. I deleted it. I still have it, but... <laughs> It's definitely skippable if I'm not in the mood for it because it's only a minute long. I, I only like... listen to it, like, to make fun of it. Shady. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Y'all host Shady. Okay, um, um, not Blue Toad Shady. You're right. And then the last track is Get Well Soon. Oh, yes. Yes. I like it. Yes, it helps. I don't think it's in my top five, top three, but I like it. It's it a helps. good song. Oof. I should probably be listening to that. Probably. Oh. I like the, like, the reference to the Manchester tragedy and the timing of the song. It's a good song. I like it. I do think it's a little repetitive, but I like the song. I don't mind it, because I feel like... The you usually don't like repetitive songs. The, the repetitive... I feel like with the meaning of this song, I feel like the repetition provides, like, stability. So okay. I feel like it... You know what's coming, so you know, like, you're good. Okay. Work. So, overall thoughts of this album? Seven and a half out of ten. Okay. Is this her best <laughs> album to you? No. Oh. No. Do I feel like... I like... I like Dangerous Woman. More than Sweetener? Into You is that song. I feel like Into You. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. I, I feel know. like I'd give Dangerous Woman like an 8. Like, they're like right there. But like... Yeah, I feel like if I want to listen to Bob's, I go to Dangerous Woman. But if I need to like... Chill. Chill. Or, or like, maybe like get in a chill, a more positive vibe, I'd go to Sweetener. I don't know how I have... I think, but... I don't know, it's like hard. everything. I think... Oh, ranking Ariana's albums, I go. I think it's like... 
Sweetener and Dangerous Women are like almost tied. They're like right there. And then it's my everything, and then my everything and yours truly are kind of tied because they both. Okay, know. who who is this? Yours truly. What are some songs? You haven't heard Yours Truly. I have like. Okay, so there's. Not, is she memorable? There's the way. Okay, Spanglish version, acceptable. Well, then there was Baby Eye, which was the second single. Which, I have that one, too. Okay, then there was um, Piano. I've heard it whenever you play it. Almost is Never Enough. With with that one guy from Nathan The Wanted. Nathan Sykes. <laughs> the um, Wanted has been dead. Laura Bincroft. <laughs> There's Right There with Big Sean. I have that one. Of course you do. Better Left Unsaid. Um, what's that song? I hate this song because it reminds me of a boy. But what's is the it song Hands called? On Me? No, the Hands On Me is on my everything. Oh, I have that one. <laughs> oh, what's this song called? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I have my phone right here. I don't know why I'm not looking at it. What is it? Albums. Why is true? Honeymoon Avenue. How can I forget that? That's like the best song on that one. Tattooed Heart. Daydreaming. That's the song I hate because it makes me think of a boy. Why do you hate it? I don't want to talk do about it. <laughs> oh, oh. It's stupid. <laughs> and there's popular song. Yeah. That's all. You'll Never Know. Loving It. Yeah, I feel like if Who I knows? had to... If I had to recommend someone to listen three songs to like get to know what yours truly... No, I don't have the right stuff. Oh, <laughs> You gotta pay. <laughs> Still royalties. I would say listen to Honeymoon Avenue, Tattooed Heart, and Better Left Than Said. They're like, those are my three top ones. Honeymoon Avenue is like five minute song of like perfect Ariana Grande, where she was at that time, like musically and mentally and spiritually. Because it was, because she's very into like old timey pop music, and this was pretty much that with the new pop music. So it was really good. I liked it. <laughs> and then my everything was the was almost the same, but like less of the old influences and more of the new pop with like Break Free. Okay, good one. Problem. It's big in Japan. Was what? it? No oh, focus fuck, was. Fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, but <laughs> we'll say it was anyway. The Quote feature us. with Iggy Azalea hasn't aged well. <laughs> because where is she now? Who's that igloo? But it was is like. Is that where the song with the weekend is from? Yes, Love Me Harder. I like that one. I like that song too. It's very chill. <laughs> one last time. I have that one. That was a whoop. There was um only one. I have that one. I think that song grew on me recently. I didn't like that song. Uh, I did not like that song. Oh I don't my know why. god, I have it. Because when I heard, because I heard her sing it live. Whenever I heard "Goodnight and Go," she had done that, and I, I had, re- I was like, why didn't I like this song? I only have three songs off that album. Then there's "Why Try." Oh wait, four. Which Ariana doesn't like that song anymore, but I love it. Good. Best mistake with Big Sean, <laughs> "Be My Baby." That's, that's okay, Bob. It's a little repetitive, but it's good. Break Your Heart Right Back, which is about Ariana being cheated on by a gang guy with another guy. <laughs> just look, just a little bit of your heart is... Oh, no, there's two ballads on this one that are that song. There's Hands My Everything... No, shut up. <laughs> I was going to skip it. Oh my god, no, you can't <laughs> skip it. So Just a Little Bit of Your Heart and My Everything are like the ballads of this album, and they're so good. There's... Hands on me. Why don't you a, like? 
Why don't you like it? It's so bad. Like Ariana's versus I have it. His versus they're just bad. I have it. I have like, it. Like it doesn't like it doesn't sound like her. Well, she did that. Then then there's Bang Bang, which is like a bop. Oh, Only know. one and you don't know me, which is a deluxe track, so Oh. And then it had an intro to this album, which is very cute. I love this album. It was like a step up from Yours Truly, but still in the same vein. More electronic, more poppy. Poppy. Yours Truly only have three songs on there. I think a lot of people sleep on Yours Truly now because a lot of a lot of people are getting to Ariana now with Thank You Next. Because oh Thank You Next is her first number one, and Seven Rings is another number one. Seven Wings. While we're on the topic of Ariana. Oh my god. Are you? Um, what do we want from Thank You Next? Oh, I, I, um, I thought you were going to bring up the two. Um, oh. <laughs> She's young. She's a dumbass. It's okay. Her friends need to like tell her, like, hey, don't do that. <coughs> okay. Um... What do, we, what do we want? What do the gays want? Pop music. I want, like, like something like Better Off, but longer. Do you think she'll give us that? I don't mm-hmm. know Better if this is the longer? album. I don't think this is the album for that. From what she said this album's gonna be, it's gonna be upbeat, sad songs. Like, Thank You, Next. And uh, low-key imagine, like, on the lowest of keys, imagine is sad. It is. So I think that's what we're going to get. But I like imagine. I like I like that. So I think that's what we're going to get. Because I remember on Twitter when she, like, revealed the track listing and when it was going to release before Valentine's Day weekend, someone said, oh, gee, she's trying to get us pregnant. And then she's like, she quotes you to saying, no, actually, it's the opposite. So she's trying to keep us single. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It's worked Manila for 23 Luzon years. is coming that day. The 8th. Right? It's the 8th? Yeah, yeah. She come in the 8th to Riches Houston. Giving them that promo. Well. If you're listening it, this far in. Catch us there. <laughs> come meet the host. Oh my god. Just bring 15 bucks because that's entry fee. Yeah, and um, bring me a shot of something. 18 and up. 21 and up. No, it's for 18. If they're going to buy me alcohol, they need to be 21 oh, okay, and up. Okay, make sure to be 21, but it's um the event is for 18 and up. Okay. Those wristbands. The X's. Okay, so I think we've rambled on for long enough. Any closing topics? Anything you want? Any closing thoughts on any of the topics we've touched on today? Um, Shit's hitting the fan politically. <laughs> okay. And socially, but like musically, I feel like we're going in a new direction. I feel like 2015, this is going to be another one, 2015, 2014 with like Lemonade, Anti, Witness, Joanne, they were all... What the fuck was Witness? It was, it was like, hold on, it was my, it was released on my birthday when I turned, like exactly on my birthday when I turned, I think it was 2017, 2017, yeah. Two years. That's two years ago. It was released on my birthday, so I have like a special connection to them. Wow, and, it's and trash. all the hatred it got. It's so I was trash. like, Ugh. Anyways, I was gonna say like with Lemonade, Anti, Joanne, and Witness, it was like 
the albums that the artists wanted to release and not what the fans wanted, which is, I feel like, why Anti is definitely slept on. Lemonade, people... People are stupid. Lemonade was a masterpiece. She had a whole visual album, too, but y'all don't get it. And Joanne, the gays hated because it's country, apparently. Oh, God. And Witness, I don't know. My, Witness my is trash. My co-host can say can talk Basara. shit about it. Basara. So, I feel like we're entering the era of music where they're pleasing the fans and releasing what they want. Because, like, Rihanna's releasing new music. Is Gaga releasing new music? I feel like she's busy with Enigma. She is, and we already talked about how the gays don't like Enigma. <laughs> Can't please the twinks. <laughs> Do you um, know about that? Uh, what? Nothing. Oh, Love you. my. You getting it. With Piranha. Oh, God. You finna. Why am I... Oh, okay. So, the political situation is trash. Uh, music's getting better. And it's 2019. I want to get drunk. <laughs> but nothing's changed. Um, that's it. If you want to meet us again, Richie's Houston, February 8th. Manila Luzon is performing. Uh, drag Race. I need a whole episode to talk about Drag Race. I love Drag Race. But I know there's a lot of, like, controversies in it. Oh! But I have to have... Are there? Girl, you don't even know. Like, like, I Is wish... Is it Kate... the show? Is it Rue? Is it... It's a mix of everything. It's Rue, the show, the producers. There's, like... The fucking producers? Yeah, The, it's the What do they call them? The pit crew? No, they're not the producers. <laughs> they're just hot men, and they're like what game shows have like women in bikinis. That's our thing. But that's a whole other thing. We'll talk about it another time. With with, with guest <coughs> special guest host. Because I feel like Caitlyn would be able to like understand more of Drag Race because she's seen more of Drag Race. I'm a cafeteria Drag Race watcher. Yeah, you. Yeah, he's watching for Latrice. Honestly, I love her. Sharon okay. Needles. That's that's the season I watched, if y'all know that season. Season four. I think that's the only one I watched. You watched like half of it? Yeah. Up to Snatch Game, I think. Did I? Yeah, I think. Probably, yeah. I think I could just show you like all the Snatch Games and you'd be fine. Oh, I love that. Because I know where that comes from. Okay, so I think we're going to wrap up now. And... So, what is the tagline that I came up with? Okay. Oh, it's super long. Now remember, sisters, TIFO may not be a real word, but it is real life. Thank you for listening. Keep the discussion going on Twitter at not to be TIFO, but that's not the number two be TIFO, but on Twitter. Or you can email us at not to be TIFO, but at gmail.com. I said this last time. I'm shook. Okay, well, that's all we have for you. I have an interview tomorrow. Wish him luck, sisters. Oh my God, if y'all listen this far in. I have an interview.